live from Boca Raton. Welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Chizik Daily Call. On behalf of the OU, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with all of you. Thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Sheni, the 24th day of the month of ER. Today is the 39th day of the Omer. Thank you to all of our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support, and whose names are prominently listed in the OU Daily email. To sponsor upcoming programs, please visit ou.org forward slash call. Please know the deadline to submit a sponsorship for tomorrow's program is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. On behalf of the OU, it is my esteemed honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Ezra Goldschmidt of the Shari Torah of Shari Torah in Cincinnati, Ohio, to share Debra Chizik, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Goldschmidt fully reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Parat Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kuf Chaf Aleph, and Kuf Lamed. Those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. We'll be followed by the Mishaverach HaCholim, with a sizable pause to insert the names of those whom we are praying for, and we will conclude with the recitation of Achenu. Amongst all Chalei Yisrael, please continue to keep the following four children who are still very much in need of our tefillos, of our prayers. Their names are listed in the daily email. Rafael Chaim Ben Sima Rezel, Chaim Lev Ben Oregael, Eitan Moshe Chaim Ben Esther, and Rafael Nisan Ben Gabriela Esther. Continue, please, to keep our brothers and sisters in Israel in mind as well. Thankfully, things have quieted down there, and we hope that they continue to do so. Chavod, with great honor, Rabbi Goldschmidt. Thank you, Rabbi Herman. Good afternoon, everybody. It is a pleasure to, again, share some Torah with you. So the medieval commentator, Ramban, Nachmanides, he makes a very curious statement in his introduction to Bamidbar, the fourth book of the Torah, the book that we begin uh, this coming Shabbat. He writes as follows. This book is only comprised of commandments, mitzvot, of a particular time that the Israelites were commanded while they stayed in the wilderness. Is that true? You know, while there aren't a lot of mitzvot in Bamidbar, there are definitely some. Uh, according to Sefer Achinoch, there's 52 to be exact. There are mitzvot which indeed are for all generations. I wouldn't think to describe those as mitzvot sha'ah, mitzvot of a time. You know, the Ramban, he surely knows this, and his many writings on the topics addressed in this book make that clear and obvious. So commentary struggle with what Ramban is saying here in his introduction. Uh, coming to an answer, besides allowing us to understand Ramban, it would also help us, I believe, get to a major concept of this book. Now, unlike our last book, Vayikra, which is almost exclusively laws, the Midbar is almost entirely narrative. It's a transition back to the stories that drive our people, which we're familiar with from Bereshit, the first half of Shemot. What Ramban means when he says this is a, big, a book of mitzvot sha'ah, mitzvot of a particular time, he means that the mitzvot in this book emerge from stories. They developed through a story to tell. For example, Pesach Sheni as a concept stems from frustrated individuals that approach Moshe for a solution when they're impure and they can't participate in the regular Passover offering. Tzitzit, it can be argued, a work called Yekev Ephraim makes this claim, Tzitzit was a mitzvah instituted in reaction to the Makoshesh Eitzim, the public Shabbat desecrator. Laws of inheritance come out of the distribution of the land and the pleas of Tzavachad's daughters. So the mitzvah we have in the Midbar, they don't come to us as a direct focus, 
But more importantly, the stories themselves are what give shape to how we understand those mitzvah. You know, additionally, we have in this book stories which communicate values without any formalized mitzvah attached to them at all. For example, in this week's parsha, which for the record contains zero mitzvot of the 613, and we have the formation of the shvatim, the tribes, their counts, their arrangements. Technically speaking, there's nothing practical for us here. But more broadly, there is so much for us here. We should read these descriptions as Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky did, thinking about what these formations tell us about ourselves, about differentiation within a nation, and how that can work, as long as, so to speak, the Luchot and their Ark are at the center, that there's a unified central goal of following the Torah and developing an emotional connection to God. Our story, a story, is what gets that across. So yes, there's a lot of story of narrative here, and it marks quite the contrast from Bayikra. Why is this the case? Why such a contrast? I think it's very practical. For certain laws, particularly those of Vayikra, our notion of how to do things right can't come from a story. Good luck teaching the laws of purity and impurity through story, through narrative. These are more technical laws, and we quite simply need to hear straight from God's mouth what he wants and what he doesn't want. But Bamidbar teaches us that this isn't the case for everything, not by a long shot. Stories are essential when it comes to teaching matters which aren't technical, but have deep shades of nuance to them. The American writer Flannery O'Connor spoke a simple but profound truth when she said that a story is a way to say something that can't be said any other way. You tell a story because a statement would be inadequate. You know, another example within Bamidbar, we have in this book a mitzvah that one may not be like Korach and his followers. No cold systematic delineation of law could convey the details of the salakha as well as the way in which we actually learn it through a story. You know, it can't be boiled down to, you know, thou shalt not rebel. That wouldn't work at all. You know, sometimes you should rebel. But after a careful reading of the Korach story, to then be told, don't be like that guy, that conveys something much deeper, something impossible to boil down to its technical details. Lessons of character, Migos, they largely need to work this way, and to do otherwise won't be effective. To understand, for example, the nature of Emunah, our trust in and our relationship with God, direct instructions of very little value. We need to see Emunah to absorb it. We need to see the destructive nature of a flawed Emunah by reflecting on the stories of our people when they falter in this. The complaints of B'nai Yisrael over the man, the reaction from the spies' reports, how God reacted to these behaviors, that gives a depth of detail and nuance that can't be codified in a Shulchan Aruch. You know, it defies description. Stories, on the other hand, though, coupled with a literal sensibility, that provides immense depth of understanding. And before Shavuot, I think it's especially a time to reflect on the brilliance of our Torah in this regard. Now, some find it maddening that Chumash can't be easily classified. Is it a history book, a law book, a story book? No, no, and no, but also yes, yes, and yes. It's a book that teaches us not just important information. It's a book that is a master teacher of depth to those that are ready to put in the work. This depth is why Torah needs to be loved and cherished, which I hope we can all do over Shavuot. It says that Shavuot and how we spend it sets the tone for our chilek and Torah, our portion of Torah in the year ahead. So let's make sure that it's a holiday in which, of course, we learn, but also on a larger level, let's make sure that it's an experience that helps us appreciate what Torah can be for us beyond the holiday, something that has such depth as a guide to us in life, something that's truly a heritage that we can be proud of.
who now recites the chapters of Tehillim, will begin with chapter 20, Perak Chaf. L'amnatseach mizmor David, Ya'ancha Adonai b'yom tzara, Yisakevcha shem Elohei Yaakov, Yishlach ezecha mikodesh, Umitzion yisadeka, Yizkor kolmen fatecha, Bolatecha yidashin asela, Yitem lecha chilvalecha, Bechol atzatecha yimalei. Chapter 23, David, Adonai Roi Lo Echzar, Binodesha Yarbitseni, Ame Menuchot Yenahaleni, Nafshi Yeshovev, Yanchini, Vemagale Tzedek, Lemaan Shemo, Gan Ki Elech Begate Salmavet, Lo Irara Ki Ata Imadi, Shivtecha Umishantecha, Hima Yenachamuni, Karuch Lefonai Shulchan, Neger Tzorarai, Ishanta Vashemen Roshi, Kosi Revaya. Achto Vachesed, Yerdefuni Kol Yemechayai, Vishavti Bevet Adonai, Leorech Yamin. Chapter 121, Kufkafalas. Shila Ma'alot, Esa'inai El Heharim, Me'ayin Yavo Ezri. Ezri Me'im Adonai, Osei Shamayim La'aret. Al Yitain Lamot Raglecha, Al Yanum Shomerecha. Hine Lo Yanum, Lo Yishan, Shomer Yisrael. Adonai Shomerecha, Adonai Tselecha, Al Yad Yiminecha. Yomam Hashemesh Lo Yakeka, Viareach Balayla. Adonai Yishmorecha, Mikolra, Yishmor Et Nafshecha. Adonai Yishmor Tsetecha, Uvoecha, Meata Vead Olam. Lastly, Chapter 130, Kuflamid. we now recite the Mishabar for Cholim, a prayer for those who are sick. As we say it together in pause, please insert the name of those in need of a Rafua Shalema, a full and complete recovery. Mishabarach Avotenu, Abraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Moshe, Aaron, David, Ushlomo, Huyivarech, Virape, et Hacholim. Bavur Shanu Mitpalim Bavuram. 
We now conclude with a recitation of Achinu, short prayer that the Jewish people receive every sort of physical and spiritual salvation that's needed. Achinu kol beit Yisrael, hanetunim betzara uveshivya, haomedim bein bayam uvein bayabasha, hamakom yirachim aleihem veyotziim mitzara levacha, umiyafela laora, umishiba legula, hashtaba agala uvizman kariv v'namar amin. Amen. Thank you so much, Rabbi Goldschmidt. We look forward to having you back on the program, please God, in the near future. To more to learn more with and about Rabbi Goldschmidt and his wonderful community, please check out SharetorahCincinnati.org for more information. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and a refuah for all those in need will be answered, the Tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day.